Entrepreneur on Fire 588. In need of some motivation? We've got you covered seven days a week. Join John Lee Dumas and today's Entrepreneur on Fire. FreshBooks is a simple cloud accounting solution that helps thousands of entrepreneurs and small business owners save time billing and get paid faster. Try it for free at freshbooksoffer.com and join over 5 million users running their business with ease. Wait a second. Did you hear that? Sounds like amazing audio. It's got to be audiobooks.com. And guess what? You can get your first book for free today. Go to audiobooks.com slash fire. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Rob Montana. Rob, are you prepared to ignite? I am, John. Yes. Rob, aka The Strapsmith, is a physical therapist turned custom watch strap maker. He was looking for a way out of healthcare and wanted to create a business that afforded him a great income, an extremely flexible schedule, and more happiness. Rob, I've given our listeners just a little overview, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of your business. Sure. So I live in Northwest Montana, um, outdoor kind of guy. And uh, as you said, I was in healthcare and was looking for a way out to enjoy my lifestyle that I have access to up here in Montana. Um, my business is we make custom leather watch bands for high end watches, and we have a global market, which is great. So uh, ship FedEx, uh, about 50% of my business is actually international. It varies month to month, but it got me out of healthcare and gave me the schedule and flexibility that I was looking for. Love that. I was actually hanging out with my uncle here in San Diego yesterday for Easter, who's a pharmacist. And my mother's a nurse. My sister's a nurse. My other cousin, who's the son of my uncle, is a, going to be a pharmacist as well. So I definitely hear a lot about healthcare. Um, I've heard the pros and I've definitely heard the cons as well. Can you share with Fire Nation why you're looking to get out of healthcare? I graduated with a master's in physical therapy and I, I went to work for a small hospital and then graduated into a, an outpatient satellite clinic for that hospital. And there was definitely a good job. Uh, don't get me wrong. It wasn't just, uh, I didn't completely dislike healthcare. I just wanted something else. So my patients were pretty diverse. Uh, I worked in a fairly tough area, so maybe not the ideal patients for me that kind of had the same vision about life as I did, which made it more difficult. Um, but very rewarding, you know, field overall. And, uh, but I knew that it was kind of holding me back to uh, achieve some of the other things in life that I wanted to achieve. So I started looking and thinking about how to get out of healthcare and being able to, you know, generate the same income and, uh, but have more flexibility. And I, and I stumbled across uh, the business that I'm on only because I had a love and for watches and have always been around and involved somewhat within watches. So No, totally. During our pre-chat, we had a nice little talk about your early days in the forums and how you came up with the name Rob Montana, which we're going to dive into. We're going to get into your entire journey, Rob, because it really is a fascinating one, you know, going from a very traditional, very looked up to field in healthcare to being the strapsmith. And it's a really interesting journey that I do want to focus on. But before we dive into it, Rob, we always start Entrepreneur on Fire Off with a success quote to really get that motivational ball rolling. So take it away. 
Sure. Uh, one of the ones that I really relate to uh, fairly well is by uh, Leonardo da Vinci. And he said that it had long since come to my attention that people who of accomplishment rarely sat back and let things happen to them. Rather, they went out and happened to things. Don't get many Leonardo da Vinci quotes on Entrepreneur on Fire. Why? I don't know because he has so many. But Rob, break it down for us present times. Why do you love that quote and how do you apply it to your life? It kind of rings true. I, I, ch- I try to go out and do a lot of the things that I want to do um, and accomplish the things I want uh, to achieve. And I have a lot of friends that, uh, you know, that sit back and kind of watch and just say they wish they could or uh, if this were only different, they would. And, you know, they have a whole gamut of excuses. And so I just really relate to that one that says, you know, go out and happen to what you want, you know, make it happen, more or less loosely translated. So <laughs> just kind of live by that. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the Rob Montana translation. So Rob, let's now focus on your journey. And as entrepreneurs, wow, I mean, we've had the ups, the downs, the successes, the failures. We're going to touch upon your aha moment. But before we get there, I want to hear a story of a failure, of a time that you tried, Rob. You had the passion, you had the excitement, but guess what? You just came up short because that is life. We've all experienced it. What is your failure, Rob? Tell us that story. Take it down to the ground level because we want to be there with you when that failure happens. Yeah. So my failure came early, very early in this business when I was started. So I had uh, attended this little gathering of these watch uh, people. And then this is where I learned about the strap business and uh, about what was possible. So I had went to uh, McPherson's Leather the next day and hardly knowing very little about watch straps or leather. And and I bought uh, some tools, which turned out to be terrible tools, and some leather, which turned out to be <laughs> horrible leather. Uh, but, you know, I was like, oh, this must be it. And I bought some how-to books and I went to work on trying to make a watch strap. Uh, which, John, I'll tell you that the first straps were the worst Franken straps that you can probably <laughs> ever imagine. <laughs> I mean, if you can imagine stitch scars and, you know, stuff kind of strung together and just disproportionate. So they were, they were a little bit ugly, but I'd keep them for a reminder. So one of the guys at this get together said, Hey, if you're buying strap or if you're going to make straps, let me know. I'll, I'll buy some from you. So I said, okay, yeah, great. So that gave me a little bit of motivation. So after I thought I had refined my skills, you know, with working away and on these how-to books, I made him five straps. And I, you know, proudly just puffed up my chest and stumbled <laughs> on down to the post office and mailed them off. And about a week later, he sent them right back because none of them fit. They didn't work out at all. So that was a, that was a failure. I had spent so much time building these things with these really rudimentary tools. And and uh, I thought they were great. And and they weren't. And I didn't ever have a, a watch case to make sure that they actually fit to the in between the lugs. So they were too thick. So I had to come back and I was taking a Dremel tool and a drill and my DeWalt drill and I'm drilling up this leather and I wound up remaking them. And it just taught me like, okay, well, if I'm going to send this product out, I better know if it's going to work with the, with the product that it's supposed to go with. So that was a failure. And my second biggest failure was when I got my first tax bill that I did not save for. That, that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that was a real eye opener, which made me stress a lot and had to scramble. So I suppose, you know, the first failure came right away at the beginning. And the second failure was just not preparing properly for the upcoming uh, eventualities that, you know, come with all small business. 
There's just a lot of lessons there. I mean, first and foremost, I love, Rob, that you have a physical product business and that we've brought you on here with Entrepreneur on Fire because that's probably one of the more requested interviews is to bring people on that do actual physical products. And people love that because they have passions to do real physical things as well. And and you're just a great example of that. I mean, you started with what you call Frankenstein watch straps. I mean, they weren't good. They were actually horrible. And, you know, that's the progression that every entrepreneur goes through. I mean, it can be with physical products. It can be with podcast interviews. Go back to my first 50 Fire Nation. Man, they are hard for me to listen. I cringe. You know, they're my Frankenstein interviews, Rob. And it just shows you that every single entrepreneur starts somewhere. And usually that's at a pretty inexperienced, not so good place. And you just iterate and you grow and you learn. And another thing I kind of want to talk about, Rob, is the value of investing in yourself. It sounds like you, you know, you may, maybe you didn't have the money or maybe you weren't willing to invest that early in the game, but you didn't have the right tools to succeed. And you know, that's one thing that I really like to talk about with Fire Nation is that when you are committed to a venture, you really do need to look at it as an investment. Invest in yourself. Because the amount of time and effort and energy Rob wasted because he didn't have the right tools, which could have switched some stuff and fixed some things, was huge. So I mean, Rob, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, for me, it was uh, a physical tools and an actual leather. And so I I don't know if it was haste or I just didn't know any better. But uh, what I was able to do was I used my physical therapy income to maintain my household injection uh, to keep my wife happy, which is most important. And I used all the money that I started to make to buy... Uh, the best tools I could possibly find. And I spent hours and hours and I talked to manufacturers and, and I found, you know, the best of the best, basically. Um, even some stuff that was uh, custom fabricated for me because I wasn't happy with what was out there. So I did that and then I became obsessed with leather and trying to find the best leathers. And, you know, I worked from anything from leathers from World War One and World War Two all the way to some really fine Italian leather that I bring in. But I was able to just reinvest the the money that I had coming in from these small strap sales that I started to generate. I didn't spend any of it and I just sunk it all back into the business. And so that allowed me to grow and refine my skills and which led me on a whole nother journey. But, um, you know, for, for people starting out, it's, uh, I would say, spend your time at the beginning, do the research that you need to do, but you know, not so much where it's, you know, uh, paralysis by analysis, you know, you still have to get going, but, uh, you know, do, do your homework at the upfront and it'll save you a lot of pain. Save you a lot of pain, save you a lot of time, Rob. And I yeah. love that mentality of continuing to invest in yourself and your business as you go forward. And for me, you know, that was hiring a mentor. That was hiring a coach, somebody that knew podcasting inside out already. So instead of trying to make, you know, these watch, these watch straps equivalent for podcasts, you know, I was able to learn, you know, from a mentor, from somebody who had been there and done that. And you brought up a, a great point about taxes. And that's something I do want to touch upon, especially because April 15th, by the time this interview goes live, Rob, is about a month a month ago, a little, a little over that. This is actually June 1st as this interview is being aired. So we're looking about a month and a half past tax day. And, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs growing up, we think of that as the tax day. But the reality is when you're an entrepreneur, we pay quarterly estimated taxes. So every quarter, 
we are paying estimated taxes on what we're expecting to make that year. And that was something that was new for me too. I mean, when I came from the field of corporate finance, you know, I didn't know that that was something that I was expected to do because, you know, we don't have taxes taken out from a lot of our um, people that, that are paying us money, like our sponsors and people that are joining Podcasters Paradise. Like, you know, I, they don't take out taxes and then, and then pay us. They just pay us. So there's no taxes taken out. So it's on us as entrepreneurs to provide and to pay quarterly taxes. And, you know, one of the best things that we've done early on, Rob, is we invested in ourselves. We have an amazing CPA, Josh Barrell. He's actually a guy that writes every month for us during our monthly income reports that we publish, where we publish all of our income, our expenses, our earnings, our income. And then he comes on and shares, first of all, the verification of that as a third-party CPA, but then he provides a tax tip as well. And having Josh just being on our team and making sure that we're doing everything right when it comes to taxes really sets us up for success as far as not having that shell shock, Rob, that you had when you had that tax bill and you're like, whoa, I didn't even know. So the sooner the better Fire Nation, you can really get that in place. It'll just provide a much better foundation and solidness for your platform, for your business, having a CPA that knows what they're doing, you know, just making sure that you're dotting your I's and crossing your T's. Because Rob, I mean, we both know that could sink a business. It could, yeah. I was luckily luckily that I did have you know savings uh, set aside, and my and my PT income was there. And my wife makes good money, so you know we could I could pay that bill. But that was a lesson hard learned, and have since switched to quarterlies and never looked back. So. <laughs> valuable, valuable stuff, Rob. Thank you for that. And let's now transition to the other end of the spectrum because we just talked about a couple of failures you had, which both of which I experienced as well. You know, number one was, you know, that struggling at the beginning with not the best equipment and taking the time and making the errors because of that. And, you know, of course, number two, like learning that, you know, investing in a CPA is the way to go and to really make sure that you have that in place. But let's talk about an aha moment. Let's talk about a time that you just had a light bulb go off, Rob, where you were like, wow, this is Rob Montana. This is me. This is my authentic self. Share with us that story now and the steps you took, Rob, after you had that moment, that idea to turn it into success. I kind of have a three-part blend of, of three things that kind of happened. Take it um, away. Yeah. The first actually uh, came right after the failure when all those straps were sent back to me. Uh, when I did refine them and send them back uh, a few days later, I received a FedEx envelope full of cash and for these, for payment. And I thought, aha, I thought this is pretty good. I could deal with this. <laughs> I and, like those aha moments when it's an envelope of cash. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have to declare it to my wife and I could, you know, I had this <laughs> This spending money, this free money, this would be great. But Fire Nation, uh, you still have to declare to the IRS. <laughs> you do, you do, yeah. Uh, so this, I suppose the second thing came um, as I started to progress and I was completely obsessed with improving the quality of my product and I wanted to base it on amazing customer service. And if I could put those two things together, I thought I can't fail. So as long as there was a demand for what I had. So I... <clears throat> The second part of it was the reward that I was getting for ideas that I was having and things that I was creating because I would put them on the forums uh, for sale in a in a sale portion of a of a forum and I would get a lot of instant feedback about wow that's amazing you know can you make me one like that or you know I haven't ever seen anything like that and so I was getting this reward which was uh, encouraging you know for me to keep going and I thought man I don't 
I don't get a lot of reward from my bosses at work. Um, you know, a lot of recognition or a lot of appreciation for doing things differently or, um, you know, changing a system up a little bit to make it more efficient or whatnot. So that was nice. And then the third thing that really pushed me over the edge is that I would work at PT seven or eight hours a day. And then I would come home and work, you know, six or seven hours at night. And I, and I would change my clothes. And before I knew it, it was two o'clock in the morning. But really what struck to me, stuck to me was that when I was at PT, it seemed like one hour felt like eight. And when I was home working for myself, eight hours Mm. felt like one. And I knew, I thought, wow, okay, what am I doing here? I need to reevaluate. And uh, that really hit me hard. I thought, okay, this is what I want to do. You know, not only do I have uh, set my own schedule and in the income is good, but I really enjoy what I'm doing so much that it doesn't even seem like work. And in the journey it has along the way, there's definitely been times where it's been very difficult and it's definite work and you have to force yourself to do things you don't necessarily want to do at the time. But now I'm back to the stage again where what I'm doing, it doesn't really feel like work. So I'm happy to be where I'm at. And those are probably the three biggest things, my three biggest aha moments. So Rob, I really want to point out right now, something that jumped out to me was the fact that you went out there and you were interacting in your industries, in your niches, forums, and communities. You were asking questions. You were providing value. You were taking value. You were asking you know, people what they thought about this and that and getting that feedback and then implementing it. And Fire Nation, this is what you can and should be doing right now in your in your niche, in your industry, in your passion, even if right now you have that full-time job, if you're like Rob and you were just a P, in, at PT every single day for eight hours, during your free time, you know, even before you have an idea or a project or, you know, a direction you're going, start interacting in these forums, in these communities where your passions lie and just see what those engagements happen. See what comes to those relationships and that networking opportunity that you're building. It's an unbelievably powerful way to get those creative juices flowing that maybe will trip your aha moments. You know, that light bulb might go off with those conversations, but you have to be in the environment. That Jim Rohn quote, surrounding yourself by the average of five people. Like you are the average of the five people you surround yourself with. So make sure that those are your people. And Rob found his people. Rob, what's your one takeaway? What's your one point from that aha moment experience that you want Fire Nation to walk away with? Yeah, I'd say the involvement within the community that you uh, see as potential customers is really important. So you have to understand them. For me, I, I didn't do any traditional form of advertising or marketing. All as I did was I was starting to post some straps that I had made on this subform, as I was saying. And what would happen was the guys that would buy the straps, they would then post on the main forum of that site. And then that would get recognized, you know, right away and drive a lot of attention. And then what I didn't realize, though, is that the guys were on multiple watch forums and they wouldn't just post on one watch forum, but they would post on all these other watch forums. And then that would carry over to other luxury forums where there was a subcategory, a subforum of watches and, and whatnot. So before I knew it, I was buried in orders and crazy work. And so I found myself very fortunate, um, other than that I almost I couldn't meet demand. You know, I was backed up so far. But so I was really lucky. And but the thing was that I was in that community and I was active in that community on this one particular forum. And I had uh, established relationships. And also the other thing is is I got to see what the product the products out there 
I need I assess their quality and and look to see what other people were doing. And I thought <clears throat> I can do this better. I can use better leather. I can have more attention to detail, and I can be more creative. So I I didn't necessarily reinvent the wheel, obviously, because watch straps have been around for a while. So I just uh, I just made it better. And another quote that I like too is that I remember who said it, but it stuck it sticks with me is it's better to fail in innovation than it is to succeed in imitation. And I just thought, I don't want to make the same thing as everybody else. I want to make something different and better. So I, um, you know, for people along that same path, whether it be a service or a product or whatever it is you're offering to help people to save them time or money or give them luxury or whatnot, I'd say just, you know, learn your market, know your market and don't be afraid to engage and interact with them. Fire Nation, what's your USP? What's that unique selling proposition that is going to set you apart? I mean, for Rob, it was that attention to detail, and he knew he could do things differently with different forms of leather. You know, with Entrepreneur on Fire, I wasn't the first person interviewing entrepreneurs, but I developed my USP seven days a week, following a consistent format, a consistent flow, so you, the listener, knew that every time you press the play button, you were going to hear an amazing journey, an aha moment, a failure, a success, a book a resource. That is my USP. What is your USP? Fire Nation, those are the type of things you need to be thinking about and get those creative juices flowing within those communities. And Rob, you've had some very proud moments. I mean, we talked about the envelope full of cash. That's an obvious (laughs) proud moment for you. But (laughs) let's talk about the proudest entrepreneurial moment you've had. The proudest entrepreneurial moment I had was probably the day that I put in my resignation at the hospital and uh, <laughs> didn't have to see patients anymore. Uh, I knew that uh, I had convinced my wife that the path that I was on was um, substantial and I was able to replicate it and scale it up. Um, really, it was just about comparing my monthly PT income with in my PayPal statements of the orders I was receiving. <laughs> and I, I saw that once that started to far exceed my PT income, I thought, okay, so convince my wife and she's tough to convince she's quite conservative so that was a proud moment too i knew that if i could get her behind me then there's no stopping so convincing the better half rob that's always a challenge (laughs) yeah exactly so uh yeah that was probably one of the biggest things and um i would say just the probably the recognition about for your hard work um that you did it um but also to just more better for worse, some admiration from some friends who just didn't quite understand what I was doing about giving up this, you know, good, safe, conservative job, um, and to make watch straps. And I was like, yes, I'm making watch straps and I love doing it, but it's not really about that. It's about all these other goals in life that I want to achieve that I know I won't be able to get to as quickly or if ever with my current job, you know, and I just, it was just kind of, when the light bulb clicks for them and they understand what you're trying to do and why you're doing it, then, that was good. It made me feel like you know, I was uh, making the right decision. So, Absolutely. And that is really huge too, that admiration and that recognition from your peers, from your friends, from your family. I mean, I went from all of my friends and family saying, John, what's a podcast? Literally to, John, how can I create my podcast? And like, those are just great moments that they recognize and see what you're doing as something that is a valuable service and something, you know, that's really benefiting the world. And Rob, what I want to do is bring things to present times. I want to talk about today, you, Rob Montana. Share with Fire Nation one thing that just has you really fired up today. 
surrounding myself with the right people and seeing their ideas and how they're going about things and how they're running their businesses, which I've only just recently done with with joining a couple of uh, mastermind groups for business development. And that has really opened my eyes out to the potential. And that's what's most exciting. Um, not only how I could improve things internally, but also externally, um, how I would engage uh, customers on a social media platform, uh, which I've traditionally been not very good at, especially Facebook. <laughs> Facebook. I'm a bit of a Facebook retard, I think. But um, it's uh, handicapped, I should say. But it's, uh, it's, I guess it's the potential of... of you know, the business has been going eight years now and been doing really well, but I can see bigger things for it. And, and I'm not afraid to reinvest in it to take it to that next level. So Fire Nation, the themes that have been developing here are really powerful. Really invest in yourself. Be a part of communities, niches, masterminds, and, you know, really be willing to work at that craft. I mean, these are all things that Rob did on his path to success in Fire Nation. You can too. And Rob, we're about to dive into the lightning round, but before we do, let's thank our sponsors. If you're like me, then you love hearing about deals with no strings attached, because today, there simply aren't too many deals like that around. Audiobooks.com has over 40,000 titles for you to choose from, including some of your business favorites like The 4-Hour Workweek and Crush It. Plus, you can sample as many titles as you'd like for free, no strings attached. Audiobooks.com also allows you to listen to your audiobooks instantly from anywhere. How? Just download the Audiobooks.com app from your Apple or Android device for offline listening anytime. Oh, I get it. Not a fan of listening to audio on your smartphone? No problem. You can stream using your PC or tablet instead. Looking for great membership benefits too? You'll not only get one audiobook every single month, you'll also enjoy 33% off each additional title that you listen to. Ready to get started? Sign up today and get your first book for free. Go to audiobooks.com slash fire. Are you still using Word or Excel to create invoices? Do you lose receipts or forget to keep track of your expenses? Save on time and taxes with FreshBooks, the easiest way to send invoices, capture expenses, and track your time. FreshBooks is accounting made for you, the non-accountant. It's the simple cloud-based solution that's helping thousands of new entrepreneurs and small business owners save time billing and get paid faster. You can try FreshBooks for free today at freshbooksoffer.com. And here's an awesome deal for you, Fire Nation. Right now, save 25% off of FreshBooks. Go to freshbooksoffer.com, sign up for your free trial, then call 866-303-6061 and mention FIRE to get your 25% discount. This is a limited time offer only for Fire Nation, so don't forget to enter FIRE in the How Did You Hear About Us section when signing up for your new account. And Rob, we've now reached my favorite part of the show, the lightning rounds, where you share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sounds good. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? If I can give you a two-part answer. One, I guess I've always had a little bit of an entrepreneur spirit in me. From when I was a little kid, my parents, you know, we'd go to the drive-in and I'd, I'd uh, take my allowance money and I'd buy a bottle of Windex and some paper towels and I would go and I would clean people's windows at the drive-in and, you know, they felt great because I was just a little kid and so um, they gave me way brilliant. more. That's <laughs> brilliant. Who doesn't want a clean windshield at a drive-in movie theater? 
Wow. <laughs> so I would do things like that. And, and I always was, you know, mowing lawns or raking leaves or doing something to try to, and I was working for myself, but as time went on, you know, you kind of get your subjected to, you know, social pressures and you're like, well, you know, you should go to college and you should, you know, get a good secure job and a respectable job. And, and, you know, and that's the path out and, you know, retirement. And, and so I would say that what stopped me from really listening to, who I wanted to be or who I thought it was, was just two part one failure, fear of failure of, you know, going down that path and not making it. And two was just, um, more just family pressure and, and social pressure from friends and, you know, just not understanding that, you know, that this is what you wanted to do. And you know, so I, I guess the bottom line is just a f- fear of failure, which I didn't really approach the rest of my life like that. And I don't know why it came down to business. I just coming from the family background that I had, I guess I, I just thought this was the safe, you know, this is the safe route to take and the sure way to, you know, not end up necessarily where, where they were at. So I went that route. Rob, what is the best advice you've ever received? Best advice I'd probably receive would probably be to really listen to yourself and to establish small and large goals and to work your way from those small goals to large goals and see how they put together and be balanced and be consistent. So it's, it's listen to yourself, establish small and large goals that you will follow through on and have them in front of you all the time. And, and to just follow through, be consistent and find balance. Rob, share one of your personal habits that you believe contribute to your success fairly dedicated, I suppose. So I, I know if there's work to do, I do it and I'm consistent in doing it. And I try to put it, um, first, uh, when possible, if, well, you know, as long as the weather's not good and it's no 12 <laughs> inches the day before I'm going skiing. But I would say just, I, I find uh, balance really. I don't let one part of my life consume me more, a lot more than the other. So I'm consistent in always keeping myself in check saying, okay, you know, does this have to be done right now? Is there another opportunity that, you know, I can fulfill another part of my life? And, and I, I listen to that voice and I go do it, but I still got my work done, but I'd say it's just, I'm consistent with balance in my life. How does it feel to see that forecast with 12 inches of snow coming and knowing that you can be on the trail the next day? Oh, that's great. I love it. I get up. <laughs> the first thing I do is I check my phone. I look at the forecast and I call the ski report, local ski report, you know, if it's winter and then if it's really nice or if it snowed a lot the night before, I just get up and I go skiing for four hours or so and then I come back and then go to work. Oh, or if amazing. it's a sunny day, you know, or if we'll, we'll go out and I, yeah, I race motorcycles and so I'll train, you know, and I know that the day is going to be really good. And if it's bad weather, then I just work. So it's, it's a great feeling to get up and have that option. And Fire Nation, a great place to listen to Entrepreneur on Fire is on a chairlift. <laughs> Rob, <laughs> Rob do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Two, I suppose. I, I do, I'm kind of an Evernote junkie. I, I do like Evernote a lot. And But two, I would say it's just in general, the resources are the podcast because I don't sit still very long. Um, and the only time I am is usually in, either on a flight somewhere or in my car going to a race or... Um, you know, like say on a, on a ski lift. And so that resource for me and having access to podcasts that I can listen to, because I'm not just going to sit down in, in front of a computer and, and read all the time, or, you know, I'm too busy to have a book in front of me. So to have a, somebody, you know, in my head with through these earphones telling me and inspiring me and, you know, helping me along this journey is probably a, a, my best resource. 
Love that. Well, Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that Rob and I have been chatting about today at eofire.com slash Rob Montana. Rob, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be? I have to go back to the beginning and uh, something that resonated within me louder probably than any other uh, book that kind of led me on this journey, which I'm sure many of your readers um, have listened to or read before, is probably Ferris's The 4-Hour Workweek. I'm sure that's probably been quoted a thousand times, but it just... I read that from cover to cover and I was just like, I was on fire, so to speak. I mean, I was just, and I turned it back over and I, I read it again from cover to cover and I made notes all the way through. And that was recommended to me by a friend who had read it and said, you got to read this book. And so I read it and that, that led me on a path to reading, you know, probably like yourself and many others, many, many other books that deal with this kind of transformation um, that you go through and, you know, to get to where you are today. So I have to give nefarious credit because he's really the one that just like just got me going and said you're going to do this and this is how you're going to do it well fire nation i know that you love audio so if you haven't already you can get an amazing audio book just like this one for free at eofirebook.com that's eofirebook.com and rob this next question's the last of the lightning round but it's a doozy Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. You've just woken up, comprehended all of this, and walked outside. What do you do? If I were going to do the same product that I have now, I would get involved in the forums and meet the people that are there and, and become engaging and um, ask for feedback. And I would take that $500 probably and I would I would buy the bare essentials um, to get started, whether or not that be, you know, uh, get a hosting, buy a domain, get a hosting platform, getting something where you can display your product or service or whatever it is you want to offer to the world. And then uh, I would buy the, the most essential tools of the trade that you would need for your business and then get to work and then take the money that you may generate and, you know, put it back into your business and just get better and better. For me, I, I would, I was, I was selling some straps and, and I would, you know, I necessarily didn't even have the money to buy the leather of the straps that I was selling. So I would make the sale, the prepayment would come in and I would buy things or buy a new debuckle design or whatever. And then, you know, and I would implement it right away. So some people might call that bootstrapping, Rob. We call it watch strapping. (laughs) And Rob, to get that hosting account, would you go through the entrepreneur on fire affiliate link for the host? Why not? (laughs) (laughs) EOFire.com slash blue. It will get you 23 free video tutorials walking you through every step of the WordPress process. And Rob, I have so enjoyed hearing your journey. I love what you have going on and I know it's inspiring people as we speak. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance. Share the best way that we can find you and then we'll say goodbye. Sure. You can find me uh, as thestrapsmith.com or as that name on most of the social media platforms from Facebook, Instagram, um, Twitter, things like that. And piece of parting advice, I would say, is just don't be afraid to start. You know, write those goals down. You got to have them visually in front of you and, and, you know, snowball it up. Start with the smallest and uh, allow yourself some quick wins and provide encouragement to progress towards the larger goals. 
quick wins are huge. And Rob, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything of value that we've talked about in today's episode by going to eofire.com. Just type Rob in the search bar and his show notes page will pop right up. And Rob, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. Fire Nation, are you ready to take your business to the next level? Then I have three words for you. Webinar on Fire. Webinar on Fire will take you step by step on how to create, present, and convert your webinar. We have done over $500,000 in sales on live webinars in the last five months. If you're looking to sell or pre-sell a product or service, a live or recorded webinar is a must. And Webinar on Fire is your one-stop shop to learn all you need to know. Visit webinaronfire.com to learn more today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 